In the relentless pursuit of happiness, we often find ourselves tangled in a web of routines and expectations. But hidden within the intricacies of daily life lies such a profound secret, it can transform our very existence. I know that might sound a little over the top, but bear with me because sometimes the answers to the big questions are staring us right in the face. This is the first in a series on my website, mrjohncain.com. So jump in and subscribe to my free thoughts newsletter. Lots more to come, so let's get into it. This is like uncovering a cheat code in the game of life. You could say it grants us super user powers. Perhaps the game developers have put Easter eggs in the game and you just have to learn to see them. But this isn't just about fleeting joy or a quick fix. I'm not talking about short-lived dopamine-fueled happiness. This goes a bit deeper. It goes to the heart of what makes life meaningful. It's about learning the language of life where everything connects. From the more obvious cause and effect through to the faintest ripples of change. It's a game code where kind of born understanding, but it demands our full attention and awareness to master it. It requires we actually play the game. In my teenage years and throughout my 20s, I remember what felt like that magic zone where you start to see these connections between everything. There was a particular book I read back then called The Celestine Prophecy. Many of you probably never heard of it depending on your age. I recommend don't watch the movie, that was pretty average. It's not a literary classic, but it just came at a pivotal time in my teenage years and it managed to really capture that feeling perfectly, that, that magic, that connection between things. It combines elements of adventure, philosophy, spirituality uh, for guidance. It sits pretty much in the, in the personal development space and it really helps you to understand your personality type uh, and your role in the world. It was hugely influential in popularizing ideas that were firmly rooted in ancient Eastern traditions, you know, like fate, consciousness, and the meaning of life. Hey, I might just dig it out for the summer and reread it. Um, so it's kind of led me to some conclusions, uh, or I should say some resolutions for 2024. I want to read more, I want to write more, and I want to make more. Because as I grew older, I took on more responsibilities, and that sense of magic, you could say, faded. I've had glimpses of that feeling over the years, probably during carefree summers when I had time to read and explore ideas. So now I'm determined to not only rediscover this magic, but to keep it present in my life. So at the end of 2023, I got made redundant for the second time in a single year. That's brought about some pretty major realizations, which I'll be writing more about soon. So I still have to find another role. Um, I still need an income. I have responsibilities like a home and kids, you can probably hear in the background. But instead of racing into the next thing, I've taken steps that allow me to reassess and focus on my present and my future. So this right here, starting to write and do video content as a foundation of that process. My resolution is to read more, write more, and make more. Um, I tweeted uh, the following last week. What this is really saying is, if you read make more as just making money, then it's time to probably flip the script. It's one of those phrases which acts as a good litmus test to your mindset. It should first and foremost mean building more. 
That is a component of action, from discovery to ideation, to making things happen, to executing. Let's begin to unravel this code. Our capacity to perceive that expands exponentially. It's like the difference between hearing and listening. So consider a master composer listening to an orchestral score. She perceives the subtlest nuances that would elude the average ear. Her training transcends mere auditory skills. She's learned to attune her mind to understand the symphony of life, you could say. So I sang as a tenor in a professional choir for many years, uh, singing ancient, sacred music. It wasn't really about religion for me. Uh, music has always been my religion. But the power of music to underscore life cannot be underestimated. Our choir master and conductor was a doctor of musical arts, so his ability during rehearsals to hear the slightest mistake was just incredible. We all feared his deadly glare. Okay, so here it is. The cheat code for happiness is, in essence, curiosity. This relentless thirst for knowledge and understanding is what propels us all forward not only on personal purpose and growth, but as a species too, as human beings. It's allowing yourself to be captivated by even the smallest spark of interest and following it through the labyrinth of learning. Each subject, each idea is a doorway to a world waiting to be explored. There's been no better time in history to master these skills, to crack the code. We're in the early stages of a digital renaissance, and it might not feel early because many of us have grown up with the internet. But put yourself 50 years in the future and you'll soon realize how early right now actually is. But if we're talking early, this will give you a clue to how old I am, and perhaps another cheat code to reprogram yourself for being an NPC, like a non-player character in a game, to a fully self-aware player. So one of my first jobs in IT in web development was at a human genetics unit in Scotland. It was all Unix servers, uh, and one of my tasks was daily backups of data for hundreds of scientists and researchers, all onto big tapes. And that's where I learned the basic command line that changes permissions for files and directories. Chmod, you know, chmod777, read, write, and execute permissions for everyone. Okay, so what's the happy place? So seriously, whatever stage of life you're in, whatever age you are, curiosity is a shining beacon to happiness. Sounds cheesy, but it's true. It's a lighthouse run by your best self, and sometimes we lose sight in the rocky sea that's life. But it should always be your North Star, a guide to curiosity. It guides us to the happy place, which is ultimately a place of purpose. But here's the catch. While curiosity guides us, it also helps to have a map and a compass. Because while out there on those oceans, we end up chasing big game and we lose sight of the bigger game. So let's just say, if you try to catch the game, the game will catch you. I'll say that again. If you try and catch the game, the game will catch you. And next thing you know, it's dragging you down a whirlpool. So the key is to harness curiosity with structure and intent. So the power of routine is really important. To effectively channel curiosity, you need a strategy. So here's how you do it. You dedicate an hour or two each day exclusively to reading and writing about your current interest. Okay, if you don't have a current interest, 
Well, that's a whole other subject, but you might be trying to think a bit too big for a start. It doesn't have to be profound or a world-changing topic. Just start with something small if you have to. It's just something that you've always wanted to know more about. It might be a hobby that you've not had time to pursue. Practice is more productive than perfect. This might be a contentious opinion, but consider practice to begin with. If you aim for perfection straight out of the gate, there's a good chance you'll just give up. I'm not trying to play down your abilities or your resolve, but I know that the biggest barrier to success is fear. It's usually fear of failure, usually fear of being judged by others for what we put out into the world. So read and write just for yourself at first. Think of it as a diary, but don't keep it that way forever because you're in control of when and how you put your work out into the world. The execution, now this is important, that's the component that begins when you publish your thoughts. So whether it's social media, blogging, newsletters or videos, execution is what pushes many of us out of the comfort zone. It's what takes us from the offline player mode, where you're in practice mode, and it takes you into the online multiplayer mode. So you never really advance unless you play for real. You may as well be the NPC. Becoming a self-aware player in the game of life is an essential ingredient for cracking the happiness code. So by splitting this time into half for reading and the other half for writing, you're creating a balanced routine for both the intake and the output of information. So this balance is crucial. It's what ensures that you're not just passively consuming information, you're actively engaging with it. You're making it part of your thought process every single day. So how do we deep dive without getting totally lost? Because the challenge with curiosity is that it can be a bit overwhelming. With so much to learn and explore, it's easy to get lost in that big ocean of information. So to prevent this, it's important to focus on at least one topic at a time. This concentrated approach allows you to delve deeper. It delivers a more profound understanding of the subject as well. It's about immersing yourself fully in one topic before moving on to the next, ensuring that each exploration is really thorough and meaningful. So take notes while you're researching, while you're reading. Just like a dream diary, you know, people keep it by the bed so that you remember, you write down your dreams in the middle of the night before going back to sleep. You capture those thoughts, whether it's day or night. They're thoughts that will probably lead to other interests in another direction. So reserve those for later. When it comes to writing, the environment you create for yourself is key. So eliminate all distractions, open a dedicated browser window with no other tabs, put on your headphones, and just immerse yourself in the process. I mean, make it a ritual, make your environment a ritual, even have a candle, why not? So this focus, this atmosphere you create is vital for turning your thoughts and your insights into really coherent and engaging content. Writing isn't just about putting words on a page, it's about weaving your newfound knowledge and your insights into a narrative that resonates with you before anyone else. So starting with the writing first can often lead to creative block. It's a bit of a false start. It's like trying to start a fire without kindling or paper. The reading and the research you do beforehand, that's the fire starter. I know how that sounds. Before I get flamed myself, I'm not advocating for the burning of books here. They just ignite the thoughts, providing the inspiration, the information that you need to fuel your writing. Okay, so 
How do we keep this magic, the sense of magic alive every single day? So this is the magic that we just too easily lose when life gets busy, I know all too well. So by structuring our pursuit of knowledge and creating an environment conductive to deep thinking, we unlock the full potential of that curiosity. So this journey isn't just about acquiring information, it's about the steps to execution, uh, to engaging with the world in a more meaningful and connected way. The more you can do this, the more you become the master composer of your own destiny. You become the conductor who can hear the nuances of knowledge, or the self-aware soloist who can play to win in the game of life.